The latest headline waking up this morning is that Baker Mayfield could possibly be a number one pick to the Cleveland Browns. Sweet shit. Shefty called in the old get up this morning. I love that show. Get up with, who is it? Greeny? What is his name? Gosh, I, I know I could tell you any other time you could bring it up and I could tell you his name immediately. Something Greenberg. Adam. It's not Adam either. Jalen Rose. Something Beetle. Whatever her first name is. But I love that show. Adam Shefty called in this morning and said that the Browns are not giving – the Browns are extremely interested in Baker Mayfield as going as the number one pick. And Twitter and all social media has completely exploded on this topic. Some people saying, nay, nay, he won't. Some people saying, yay, yay, he will. There's a lot of, a lot of mixed feedback on this, on this specific – that's not even correct. Specific topic, particular. I was going to say specific, specificular. That's pretty nice that that rolled off the tongue like that. But I'm with it, man. I like Baker Mayfield a lot. I like his confidence. I mean, a lot of people say that he's drawing comparisons of a Johnny Manziel. Get the fuck out of here with that. Johnny Manziel was just a very, very spoiled young man, and Baker Mayfield at least has the heart and the competitiveness to win. Yeah, sure, he had some antics in college, but who doesn't do a little crotch grab to your competition every once in a while? Hey, the way I say it, if you're not grabbing your crotch at the competition, they're grabbing their crotch at you, my man. My grandpa used to say that. Hmm. Wise words. You know who's not getting the respect that he deserves? And I really, truly believe this. Lamar Jackson. Okay, I get it. He's super small. Uh, and he, they, everybody wanted him to be a goddamn receiver going into the draft. The man has stayed strong through this entire process, taking the criticism that he's too small, that he's, you know, just makes mistakes. I mean, I, I, yeah, I love Lamar Jackson, okay? Check this out. Two years ago... Okay, two years ago, he was the Heisman winner. Okay, he had even bigger numbers this last year, his last year. Okay, but I mean, there, let's be honest, there was a lot of huge competition this year. You know, you got Saquon, and there's four other com very competitive quarterbacks in um, a little bigger of conferences, is what you could say. Darnold came from USC, Rosen was UCLA. So, I mean, there's just a lot of competition in Louisville. Let's, you know, I mean, it, it, they didn't. They weren't as competitive as they were the the two years that he won that Heisman. So of course, there's going to be a little drop in 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 notice. But Lamar Jackson was projected. One, they wanted him to be a receiver, and he said, "Hell no! Like I know what I'm capable of. He is an elite athlete. Okay, he's very Vic esque." when running and stuff and I know that scrambling quarterbacks don't last very long in the NFL but look at Russell Wilson man like he's super small and he's 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 very athletic and he's smart I think that Lamar Jackson could thrive eventually in the NFL Bruce Arians who has coached many a wonderful quarterback check his resume he's dealt with like all of them um said that he would absolutely take a chance on him you have to mold the playbook around the quarterback not mold the quarterback around the playbook his specific example was look at Deshaun Watson at Houston. Boom. I love that thought. I love that idea. Mr. Arians is on to something. He checks out. He's got the resume for it. Lamar Jackson is now projected a mid-first-round pick, which I think is absolutely correct. I'm not, I don't really have too many takes of where I think he could go, uh, but I do like that. I would like it. To, I, shoot, he can go ball out with the Cardinals. Bring Arians out of retirement. Here's what I'm telling you overall. If Baker Mayfield goes number one, or 
yeah, we'll, we'll leave it at that. If he goes number one overall, this draft is going to be the most exciting draft anybody could ever watch. It's going to be even more exciting than when the Chicago Bears gave their entire franchise for Mitchell Trubisky last year. Um, it's going to be extremely exciting because then, I don't even know, man. It's just gonna, it, this just scrambles everything. It scrambles absolutely everything. And then Saquon Barkley is not going to be there in the fourth pick for the Browns to wait on. I mean, he's. I would love to go see him with the Giants. I've already said that. I love that. Dez, Odell, and Saquon. That's nasty for Eli's, like, final last two years. He'll play two max, maybe. Depends on what the Giants do in the draft, too, man. They could grab a quarterback, too, if they wanted to. Either way, keep in touch. The draft is this Thursday, first round. Second and third rounds are Friday. You must watch. It is going to be fireworks. So the Rockets put up a 50-point quarter uh, to get the win, 119-100. Uh, who the hell are they playing? The Timberwolves, the Minnesota Timberwolves. God, I'm an idiot. Clearly not prepared this morning. Yeah, the 50 points in one quarter. I don't even know if it was the third or the fourth. It had to have been the fourth because they were down. I watched a little bit of that game, then I fell asleep. Uh, but freaking, yeah, 50 points in one damn quarter. Can I just say something? This is the most entertaining basketball I've ever watched Chris Paul play, okay? This is the first time, truthfully, since he's been in the entire league, even even with his stint of L.A. This is the most talent he's ever been surrounded by. He has one MVP playing with him as well, and he's playing at an MVP level. I mean, let's be honest. Chris Paul is one of the best ball handlers I've ever seen in my entire life, dude. He plays the game so smooth. So... This is very exciting. This is probably the most exciting basketball I've ever seen Chris Paul play in my entire life of watching the NBA playoffs. Got like six or seven, eight years under my belt of watching playoffs. And I didn't get to watch any of the good stuff, you know, like the classics with all that stuff. But this is, nonetheless, this is extremely awesome to watch Chris Paul and James Harden do the thing. James Harden absolutely deserves the MVP. He will get that. We'll find out, though, you know? I mean, we'll find out. It's a, it's a nice, uh, it's a good little series. I like this Minnesota Timberwolves team. They are very talented as well. Carl, Carl Anthony Towns, finally, well, not finally. I mean, you know, he's he's the heart, he's going to be the anchor of that Minnesota team, you know, Butler. And I really don't see Wiggins doing a lot either. Wiggins really needs to be, really needs to be involved. I get it. He's a great defender. But, I mean, you know, Butler, Butler can't be the score all the time. There were several times there where it just looked like they were, I don't know, just just reeling at times, trying to get, you know. So, 50-point quarter for the Rockets as they win 119-100 over the Timberwolves. We're going to get into some more playoff scores here shortly, so stick around. The Jazz get the win over the Thunder, 113-96 last night. This game was hands down the most entertaining game uh, so well, this week, I mean, they're this uh, honestly, the Bucks Celtics series is cracking as well. Uh, I don't really have a favorite right now. That Wizards, that Wizards series is pretty darn good too. I, I don't, I, it's that's tough. It's great playoffs this year. Nonetheless, I'm gonna talk about Utah. All right. So Jamison Crowder was ejected last night after giving Stephen Adams one hell of an unintentional elbow. I think he was just trying to get free. But dude, Stephen Adams took that bad boy <laughs> right on the chin and it barely shook him. Like, and it took a lot of composure from a player, from, from a guy that big, and from the, like, amount of aggression that was going on in that. Basically, they were trying to, like, hold each other back, and Crowder ripped away from him and elbowed him right in the face, man. And, like, it didn't even, like, phase him. Like, he was still just, you know, holding on to who I can't remember who it was, whoever he was holding on. It might have been Russ or something like that. 
But it was great composure by Steven Adams. I did want to document that real fast. But nonetheless, Utah gets that win. Very, very chippy game. Jamison Crowder gets ejected, like I said. Ricky Rubio. I like Rubio, man. I'm glad that he's finally at a place where he can where he can deliver. And he's more of a passer than he is a, a scorer. So, I mean, like, he's, you know, he just gets in, does other things. But, I mean, you know, he had a good game the other day. And Russ came out and said that he wouldn't, he was going to shut him down. It wouldn't happen again. He still had 13, like, six, six rebounds, eight assists, something like that last night. So, not exactly shutting him down. He was most definitely involved on the stat sheet. But... Utah gets that win. It's a great series. They are down. What are they down three to one now? Are they done? Oh no! This is tough, man. This is tough. I like Russ. I like PG, but this was not the playoff run that they were looking for. Where the hell is Carmelo at? Anybody? Sean? Yeah, Sean's not here. <laughs> Just one last thing I wanted to touch on for this. NBA thing and then I'll, I'll tell you what times the game the three games are tonight because there are three games uh, If you'll notice I only went over two games Today that were played last night. Unfortunately because the Portland Trailblazers got the broom Okay, I feel so terrible for Damian Lillard. All right, the dude the, let's be honest man He is legitimately if he's not a top five point guard He's just under it. Okay, he's just I don't know, man. He's so good. He's so good. And I don't know if it's the team, because I think they've done a good job building around him. But I just don't know. I don't know what he needs. I don't know, because he's got CJ McCollum, who he's extremely close with, and they play so well together. And you've got, I don't know, getting rid of Marcus Aldridge was the worst goddamn decision they've ever made, because he himself is solely keeping the Spurs alive in that series. So they really need a LaMarcus Aldridge right now. But I, I, it just sucks. It just sucks that they're... That's a sweep. Pelicans are on a roll, though, man. Can you imagine if the Pelicans had Boogie? A healthy Boogie? <laughs> I'm not talking about the clean Boogies that you're picking. You're not like Boogie Cousins. DeMarcus Cousins. Can you imagine if they were playing with him? It would be even worse. That's ridiculous. Anyways, Portland Trailblazers got swept. Pelicans move on. Poor Dame. So, kicking off tonight... Three games, just three games on this side, thank goodness. This is a great division playoff over here on this side. You got Bucks, Bucks Celtics first. That series is 2-2. Two to two. Next, you've got 76ers Heat. It's still a great series, even though the Sixers are winning 3-1. to one. Um, I, It's just awesome. Like The six, Sixers are just so much fun to watch anyways. But the Heat are a, 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 a gritty enough team that they don't make any of these wins easy. That's for sure. It's very chippy. It's a very entertaining series, even though the series score would not lead on as such. Ben Simmons is, will be the rookie of the year, unfortunately. But, you know, Embiid back, it's, just, it's exciting. It's exciting basketball. So there's your second game up, and then the Spurs-Warriors will end your game out. I think, who who has that? Obviously the Warriors. Is it 3-1 there? 3-1? 2-1? I don't know. Enjoy them. On tonight. So there's something else I want to talk about here before we get off this NBA topic. Let me see if I can pull this up here real fast. Oh, perfect. It did. It rolled right out. Okay. We're going to talk about Donovan. Listen. Let me see. Why is this happening? Why is this happening? What's going on right now? Are we still recording? We are. Okay, so bear with me. I'm going to pull this up. I got this, this, this article I'm going to read to you, okay? It's about Evan Mitchell and what he's done. This record setter is what it's called. Okay, I'm going to read it as best I can. Damn, why does it keep scrolling up like that? Come on, ESPN. Okay, Mitchell has set a post... 
postseason record scoring for the Jazz, passing Karl Malone, who had 31 points on April 20th in 1986 against the Mavericks. Mitchell is the first rookie to have a 30-point playoff game since Brandon Jennings did it in 2010. Mitchell is just the third rookie in the last 50 years to score 110-plus points in his first four playoff games, joining Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Michael Jordan. Mitchell says, It's definitely an honor to have a record like that. Definitely an honor. No doubt about that. But we have one more game, so I'm focused on that. Boom. Check that out, man. One, oh, God. He's so good. Donovan Mitchell is so good. And you guys know how I feel about this rookie of the year race. I mean, obviously, Simmons is going to get it. But I think it's on a technicality. Like, I know he's never played, but... You just can gain just by sitting out and watching the game speed and watching and being around everybody. You gain so much experience, man. And I know that I honestly think that Simmons is on another level coming into the league anyways. If he were to play his rookie year, he would have got rookie of the year anyways. But they're going to give it to him now. I understand, whatever. But it's really taking away from what Donovan Mitchell is doing. And not just him, man. My other... My personal, so it's, I think the game last night makes makes Donovan Mitchell my number one, but my number two is not Ben Simmons. It's Jason Tatum. The dude is balling too, man, over there for the Celtics. I think it should be those two, absolutely, because they're coming in fresh off, no experience from the league, and they're balling. Like, Donovan Mitchell took control of that game last night, 31-7 and seven or something like that. Like, he's just so fearless. That's not easy to do against a Paul George and a Russell Westbrook. It's just not, and everybody knows it. Donovan Mitchell is my ROI but freaking Simmons, whatever. I just want to drop that article. That's freaking awesome. The Utah, Utah is, is fun as hell to watch, man. Fun as hell. That's when they got that big giant Rudy Gobert. Took a shot to his baby Gobert's last night, didn't he? <laughs> These are your NBA wrap-up. So before I actually leave and post this, I, I'd love to start doing this for my for my segments now. Corrections? <laughs> Because I am absolutely wrong a lot. It says on the title of the podcast. I hate... I'm not calling this a podcast. We're not calling it anything. We're calling it Nick's Ticks. Hey, welcome. Thanks for joining Nick's Ticks, by the way. It's the first time I've mentioned the title of the show in the 20 minutes that I've been recording. So, hey, better late than never, you know? It's good uh, It's good propaganda. It's good broadcasting. You have to wait till the end of the show. I'm like, what the hell is this show called, man? He's so good. His voice is so voluptuous. Can't wait to the very last segment where he makes his corrections on the things that he said to say the title of the name of the show. I'm so interested. Bite me. Listen. So the Rockets put up that 50-point quarter in the third quarter. I said I didn't know if it was third or fourth. That's bad research on my part. It was the third, which set up their good run to... To take out that game. Sorry, I had a little backlash there going on. Uh, so, yeah, third quarter 50 points uh, for the Rockets is the one correction. I'm doing good. I've only got two for you, but the second one is pretty bad, so I'm sorry. The second correction is about the draft. I believe I said that the draft first round was on Thursday. Please do not uh, get your information from me because you guys would probably be watching a bunch of nonsense on ESPN Thursday night uh, because the draft does not start until Friday, the 27th, okay? Just did the math on that three days ahead. So, uh, yeah, the draft starts on Friday. Be there or be square. Don't watch it on Thursday because you, you you won't be watching a draft on Thursday. I don't know what you'll be watching. I'm not a TV guide. Sean! So, thank you for joining us. This has been the little morning segment. I don't know if there's going to be another one later. Maybe I'll get to some baseball a little bit, get you some scores, get you some other good stuff. Talked about the important things that I wanted to cover. 
uh, so far this morning. Things that I'm interested in is the NFL and the NBA. Those are the most exciting things in sports right now. But maybe if you're lucky, I'll get some time and put out some scores for you, okay? So this is Nick's Tick signing off. This is the second time. You know, the, the, the conclusion, the final scene is when I'm saying the name of my show. Sorry about that again. I'm not great. First step is admitting the problem, all right? And now that we've admitted it, it can only go up from here, my man. Thank you guys so much for joining. Find me on Twitter. Find me on this little anchor thing. It says that the show is posted everywhere now on all major platforms, iTunes, Spotify, all that good junk. I have never looked. That scares me. I don't really want my level of unprofessionalism out there on main platforms. But hey, if you're going to give me the keys, my man, I'm going to take a first spam. You know what I mean? Another thing my grandpa used to say. Hmm. Thanks for listening.